Welcome back, everyone, to Family Reunion Episode 9. Today, we're going to talk about what it is like to be a Californian. We've been sitting here for like half an hour just chatting with the mics. Um, (laughs) So I think like maybe we don't even need to like record the podcast anymore. We can just FaceTime with the mics (laughs) and just talk to each other and have the same satisfaction. Yeah, it's basically the same thing. I think, honestly, we should just record all of our conversations because... Yeah, they're they're just as good as a pod episode, but um, I can't believe we're almost at ten episodes. I know. I feel like we have to we have to do something oh, yeah. exciting for we our tenth episode. Like, be like blacked out or something. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I had in mind, but okay. Oh, okay. Glad to know we're on the same page yeah. about that. We're we're bringing it back to our native roots, our California roots. We've definitely talked a little bit about that in the context of, like, going to college and going to Catholic school. I think it came up in that episode, but I was thinking about the infamous SNL skit, The Californians, and I just was thinking that. That's one of my favorite skits. Like, every time they do it, it's just people don't understand how we talk in freeways, like, specifically in freeways. Like, when I explain where I'm from. If they are, like, unaware of where Petaluma is, I'm like, if you're in the city and you're on the 101, you just need to yeah. take the 101 north. And I explain all the cities you hit. Like, it, we, we we speak in freeways. We do. I was talking about this with Auntie Jeannie the other day of how we relate things in terms of time, of how long mm-hmm. it takes to get there. Maybe more like the middle of our country, maybe, like the southern part of the country they Mm -hmm. relate things in miles and i just miles means nothing to us you can say 30 miles i'm like okay that's great does that mean two hours yeah i I would have no idea um so yeah you're like i'm an hour north of san francisco or like 30 minutes that is so true i've never really thought about oh my god i've never really thought about that (laughs) it definitely all is in time we just measure things in time not because the miles mean nothing there's always traffic there's always something going on for those of you who don't know the infamous snl skit the californians it was it's like it's like pretty old now not old old but it's it's been out for a while and i think they did i feel like the last time yeah they did it was like on the 40th reunion of snl i don't know if they've done one since then Yeah, so they've done a couple of iterations, and it's so funny because they're talking and they're referencing mostly L.A. and Southern California freeways and highway exits. So then when I've driven around L.A. and I see San Vicente and Mm -hmm. Mulholland Boulevard, it's Mm -hmm. so funny. I'm like, I'm literally in the skit. No, you are. But then the set that they're on is like a Napa villa so it really think, just doesn't make yeah, sense that's but yeah, that's it's so true. so funny and i love it if you haven't watched yeah. it if you haven't seen it you need to see it like what comes to mind when you think about being born and raised in california so i think i texted you this when you said you wanted to do this for um a topic that i was just told that they would have never guessed that i was from california because i don't act like a Californian, mm-hmm. which 
people on the East Coast, especially if they grew up on the East Coast, they view California and Californians, like, as this whole other, like, world and life. Like, especially when I went to college, people were like, do you see famous people, like, everywhere you go? Like, do you surf, like, every single day? I'm like, literally none of the above. There is, like, some truth specifically because I feel like we went to a Catholic school. So, like, the the whole, and especially in the Bay Area, there's, like, this competitive nature mm-hmm. of, like, it is, it's kind of a lot to keep up with and, like, mentally handle everything from, like, kindergarten I felt like in school was a competition like there it was yeah. I was always competing to get like they were handed out like honors and like highest honors awards I was telling someone the other day how at my catholic school an a plus was a 97 to 100 an a was like a 90 it was, it was like, like a 94 3 to 95 yeah that was an a minus and a 97 to 100 was an a uh-huh. And then a B plus was a, a 91 or a 92. That's it. I, I'm i pretty sure we had the same thing. And it it was not like 90 and above. Like, no. And then I, went I to think maybe in I high like, school. I can't really remember high school. It might have been like that in high school. But like really not until college was it like 90 and above. Yeah. It's like a range. And we would get like, like I was fighting for like highest honors and honors awards in like third grade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like there was, it, and it was so competitive. And you're like, oh, you didn't get highest honors, loser. For me, I feel like my version of California is a little bit different because I've been gone for a long time. So I feel like when I look back on it, even like working over there this summer, people in California make me nervous, and like they make me like I have this unsettled feeling when I'm in California which I hope goes away so that I can one day move back and like work there. I just, I feel this competitive nature and vibe and it's kind of a lot. Like I've I've said in previous episodes of like, I feel like I was a better person leaving California, but it's also very different, like NorCal to SoCal. That is kind of the basis of a lot of things that I wrote down to talk about. It is like multiple different states and then even... You go inland, and that's, like, a whole other situation. Oh there is so many different people and different vibes and cultures within California. Like, it's kind of crazy because, like, what you were talking about of when you met people and them asking you if you see celebrities all the time and, oh, do you surf every day? The first time I had really, like, visited L.A. to visit L.A. and not just to go to Disneyland was genuinely my junior year of high school when I went to look at colleges with my mom. And I was so excited to go to LA and I was like, oh my God, we have to do all the touristy things. We have to do like the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And I was so excited for that. And I was extremely, (laughs) extremely disappointed at how no, vile and disgusting no, it's nasty over there hollywood boulevard is it, that's not and a place like, to hang out no it's it's one of those things where you gotta see it you gotta see it once yeah. but i'm like i'm good forever yeah i'm no, good hollywood boulevard is not somewhere i want to like ever be but that was like the first time i'd I'd actually gone to LA to visit LA. Right. Even though we'd been like obviously I'd grown up in California my whole life. So it's yeah. And then you know, the first time I Because it is gone, like a, it's a bit of a drive. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, like, six hours. Yeah. Yeah, for me, and, it's, like, seven. And, like, San Diego oh. is, like, a different planet. It is oh basically God. Mexico. I'm, like, no, You're- I've never been. <laughs> I mean, now I've been, but <laughs> as a kid, it I'm, is- like, yeah, never been. It is so far. The drive would just be insufferable from, like, where we are to San Diego. It would be, like, 12 hours. And there's going to be traffic at some point. And the Bay Area is not even, like, the northernmost. Like, there's, like, northern California. There's, like, a good chunk above us. The woods. And then there's the Bay Area. It's just, like, basically Oregon in California. Yeah. We have Oregon... And we have Mexico and we have Nevada all in California. Yeah, pretty much. And the coast is the real cup. No, I'm just kidding. That's not a fair thing to say. But, you know, we grew up going to Tahoe multiple times yeah. a year because of my grandparents' cabin up there. But the first time I'd ever been to Yosemite and seen Half Dome oh my and God. El Cap was it's, literally last January. And you'd think like, oh, you must do that all the time. You're from Northern California, but it's just like not how things go. And just like distance wise, how long it takes to get there. I mean, I kind of feel like it's asking somebody in like Pennsylvania or even Virginia, like, oh, like, do you just see the Statue of Liberty every day? And you're like, that's so far away. (laughs) No, but you're that's so true. Okay, so I'm looking and it's like eight and a half hours, no traffic. San Diego. Yes. From like and the that is city. not that is not an enjoyable drive. No. So you add traffic in there, especially if you're gonna be anywhere in Southern California from the hours of four to six. Or eight to twelve in the like in the morning yeah. afternoon. Both both commute hours, morning and night. Yeah, and it's like it's no entertainment, so the hours also don't really make sense. Like I mean, I once sat in traffic for, like, two hours to go, like, 10 miles on a Saturday night in L.A. It's just yeah, how it goes. That's just how it goes. You can't get anywhere in L.A. in, like, under 45 minutes. It's like in Vanderpump when Sheena moves to Marina Del Rey and all of them are so <laughs> pissed that they have to, like, go out of West Hollywood. It's, like, like, such a hike. I wouldn't even go to Santa Monica for her. And I have to go all the way. And it was all literally the, the skit. They were like, I have to get on the 10 and yeah. then get on the 405, 405 and go south yep. to Marina Del Rey. No, literally. It's like another country. I don't know if you like have any of those similarities because I know your family would go to Pismo Beach a lot. Yeah. And that's like probably. But that's four, still like an odyssey. And, hours. and um, yeah, we go to Pismo, which for those who don't know, is like central California. It's like, yeah, if you're in San Luis Obispo, that's where you go to the beach. Yeah. Yeah, that's like Slow's closest beach. Yeah, so that's also quite the drive. But to us, that's like easy peasy, like four hours. Yeah. Oh, my God, great. And that's, that's a nice drive. It is a nice drive. Yeah. You know what I think is also interesting that I just kind of realized as we're talking about like, oh, that's a nice drive is like. I'm sure a lot of people like outside of California do this too, but also having going for a drive being an activity. I don't think for many reasons, like people in New York or on the East Coast think of like going for a drive, like in the same way that we do. I don't know. I could be wrong. 
it's it's not it's just not the same setting like even if you live in san francisco it's such a small city that you can just be like oh we're gonna go for a drive like up to stinson beach or we're gonna go for a drive down to santa cruz no exactly but if you live in like chicago or new york city i feel like you're not you're not going on a drive, but no, I you're in New York City, you're not driving sure. anywhere. Um, right. It feels different. Like, I'll, like, sometimes go on, like, drives now or, like, in college, but it just, it doesn't hit the same when there's, like, not an ocean as a destination. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just simply not the same. Like, even, like, to this day, like, when I go home, like, if I'm having, like, a full meltdown, full breakdown, I'm like, please don't talk to me. I'm driving to the beach. Like, when I'm in full meltdown mode, I need to just go to the beach by myself and let myself like spiral there and once I hear the ocean for like an hour I'm good to go like puts everything into perspective yeah like when people ask like mountains or ocean I'm like any day ocean for me personally I would say ocean but also ideally both if I had to pick for like a vacation or something even though I Mm -hmm. love the mountains so much or just like to live in Mm-hmm. I, I would much rather live in an ocean town versus a mountain town. Knowing that it's there, even if you you don't go to the beach all the time, knowing that it's there is something that is like, yeah, it's just it's comforting to know that there's an ocean there, there's water there, and I can go whenever I feel like it. That's also something that I had written down is the different experiences that one might have going to the beach in Northern California versus Southern California, because, and I can even add in now going to the beach on the East coast. Oh yeah. We got, we would love to hear it because going to the beach growing up, it was a luxury if, if it was sunny enough to wear your bathing suit. Not even get in the water because the water was freezing cold. It's a part of going. The Pacific Ocean is so cold, specifically in Northern California. And you just go to look at it and you just go to enjoy yourself. And, and you it's go freezing. with a view and it's freezing. It's and freezing. You like wear layer. You yeah. Think, when I go boogie boarding in the Pacific Ocean, I you have to just like suffer through the first like five minutes of like hypothermia. Mm-hmm. And, you're just like, okay, so now I can't feel anything. So that means I'm fine and I can stay in here now. It's not relaxing. It's very like even going plunge. to Santa Cruz. Yes. Even going to Santa Cruz, that is like an iconic beach town. Like they might get a couple more nice tanning days than like yeah. Half Moon Bay or up by you. Yeah. But that's like a surf town. Like people yeah. get up and they go to catch waves. They don't go to like sit around on the beach. When I went to school and I was like, I honestly probably had more beach days in like January, February than I had during the summer because I was always working during the summer. The January, February days were just as good as the summer days, sometimes even better because the summer days are so hot that you get like sticky and gross. Yeah. And in January and February, you can actually enjoy it. But that was quite a culture shock to me that I was like oh I don't need to bring I don't need to have a long sleeve shirt underneath a hoodie underneath Mm -hmm. a puffer jacket Mm -hmm. just to go to the beach in the summer like there's definitely its own moments of like you can go tanning on the beach it's hot at the beach whatever I mean the water is forever gonna be freezing 
I mean, at least in Bodega, I think it's a little bit nicer than it is where Half Moon. Yeah, Half Moon is a little tough year round. I feel like we do get a little bit more nicer days just because we're slightly more northern, farther away from the city than you are. Yeah. When I went to North Carolina for the first time for like beach beach time, waves pretty much non-existent. I was mm-hmm. like, where are the waves that like need 85,000 lifeguards to where you need so many disclaimers where like all the kids will die? Because the waves will get, especially like at Pismo, like the waves get massive. Well, and that's like Mavericks, which is like the biggest, craziest waves, you know, all the surfing competitions and yeah. stuff. So the Atlantic, people are just vibing. The water is warm. I've never been like burnt to a fucking crisp like that on the beach before. It's yeah. like humid on the beach. It was so weird. I was like, I don't even know what to do with this. It's humid on the beach. Why? I was like, why am yeah. I shivering at least somewhere? Well, yeah, that's like Santa Barbara. There's like barely any waves because the Channel Islands are out yeah. there. Yeah. So you don't get a ton of waves and the water isn't warm, but it doesn't have that same bite. It's to not the cold as that it does. Yeah. It's a it's a nice refreshing chill. It's not frigid frostbite. Yeah. It's what you want out of like when it's like a warm day. And then you go you keep going down to like LA and San Diego and then the water is actually kind of like lukewarm yeah it gets warmer as you go down which is a little unsettling i'm like what is this about i agree i think it kind of makes me like a little bit nervous where i'm like why am i not yeah cold well yeah and then talking about bringing a jacket everywhere everywhere we went growing up it's just bring a jacket just in case it gets cold and you're like it is the middle of july and we're going to the park at 12 noon in the afternoon why do we need a jacket and it's always like just in case and then sure enough sure enough in the bay area the weather changes like that and it's windy and you're glad that you at least have your sweatshirt then i went to college where it was not like that and i got used to like oh it's fine it's gonna be warm it's not windy it's not ridiculous i don't need to bring a jacket so now living in Berkeley. This literally happened to me like a few days ago. I was like, no, I don't need a jacket. I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt. It's not that cold. And on the walk home, I was freezing my ass off. Yeah, definitely. I will say when you cross the bridge and you're further north, it's much hotter, Mm -hmm. like specifically in the summer. Like it's it's not getting cold. I will say the difference though, is that it will like, it will get colder at night. Like, on the East Coast, if it's, like, humid, like, at night, it'll be warm enough. Like, I don't need, like, I can be shorts and a tank top 24 hours, like, no matter what time of day I'm at. Where at home, it'll be, like, a million fucking degrees in the day, and then it will, like, drop at night. Like, once you cross the bridge and you're, like city and a little bit south the fog has a mind of its own and we'll just yeah okay so it's gonna be cold today yeah the fog really determines the whole vibe yeah it really does on the peninsula Mm -hmm. the wind is really what gets me because i'm like can everybody just calm down like do we 
do we need these winds? And it's freezing. Like I was walking around this weekend and it's like perfectly sunny out, but the wind is, I don't know how many miles per hour and freezing cold. So not a fan of the wind. When I went to school in Santa Barbara, I would always feel guilty for not going outside if it was like super extra nice out because I'm like, this is limited for me. I honestly still have that same guilt, like living here. Even today I was walking home and it's already dark out, but I'm like, oh my God, it's actually sunny out. It's freezing, but it's sunny out. Yeah. I feel like I should go do something. Yeah. It's already dark. So what we need to talk about now is going to the city with our parents who grew up in the area. Yes. Who tromped around in their 20s in the city. Yeah. I mean, do you have anything you want to speak on about this topic? Because I feel like this is a very shared experience. So San Francisco is, unless you live there, like fully, fully live in the city, it's a place where you can't just like catch on like, oh, okay, I I can get around without my GPS. Like you yeah, need... I feel like you have to live or work there. Yeah. Like you know. have to fully embrace yourself in it to understand like exactly how the streets work to get from place to place because Because it's so hilly. It's so you hilly. Know? I've been going there my whole life. I I couldn't get I can get very very few places without my maps open. Like, there's probably, like, three locations I can get to the city coming from the north. If I'm coming from south, forget it. I mean, my mom grew up, like, around there, and both my parents lived in the city for a number of years. So they, most of the time, think that they know the place can get everywhere because they lived somewhere 25 years ago. Um, No shade. We love you guys. We love you guys. 100%. 100%. We have the faith in you, but it doesn't always work. Yeah, and just, like, Aiden and I will kind of give each other the look when we're in the back of the car. And my parents are, each of them are the oldest sibling of their family. So you can just imagine the dynamic of that. Yeah, no, that's that's a lot. So they both want to be in charge. They both want to be right. And I understand that. I fully understand that as the oldest. Because you know what? Been there every day of my life. Yeah, but they will be talking about which way to drive in the city. And honestly, Mm. sometimes Aiden or I am driving. So it's a lot to handle. Like on my 16th birthday. that's worse. On my 16th birthday, my parents were like, it's your birthday. Like today, what do you want to do? And I said like, okay, let's go to like Pier 39. Just, you know, it's like a random Tuesday. And so they're like, and I had my permit and my driver's test was in a few days. And so they made me drive to the city and it was like rush hour. No, I'm driving and they're all yelling at me. And I had to parallel park on whatever street that is by Pier 39, by the wharf. I had to parallel park and it was just, no, go straight. No, that's a one way. Mom and dad, I love you very much, but sometimes neither of you are right and we just need to plug it into the map we just need to just everybody be quiet and just plug it into the map the scariest moment 
as a teenager is the first time you have to drive yourself in the city. And then your car is also at like almost 180 degree oh, angle yeah. because of the hill. Yeah. So. so and then leaving that spot to try to not hit every car behind yeah. you in front of you, you have to like gas it in both directions is really miserable. Yeah, your car kind of goes rolling back on the yeah. hill and then you have to like yeah jump it. Yeah. Switching gears, the food in California is unmatched. <gasps> okay. I'm unmatched. so happy you brought this up because I moved to West Virginia from California. The food was the biggest hit to my life. Yeah, that'd be tough. Sushi alone. I'm like we have whatever you want, whatever kind of food that you want, we have the best of it. Yeah. And even like less mainstream, you know, of course we have really good sushi. Of course we have really good Mexican food. Mexican is And for anyone from out of state that I've met in school or like traveling or whatever that thinks Chipotle is Mexican food or going Crazy. to Europe and having Mexican food Crazy. in Europe. Crazy. No, Europe has good food, and that's a whole other discussion. But yeah. not Mexican food. A different, like, a different kind of. It's good kind food. of honestly hilarious how they do Mexican food. So <sighs> we have great sushi. We have great Mexican food. But then there's also great like everything. Like there's Mediterranean. I feel like whatever you a, want. There's very few restaurants. I can't even honestly think of very many in California where I've been like disappointed. But you pay the price. Yeah, it is expensive, but I I think with food, it's worth it to me. I don't know if that's a California I agree. thing. I don't know if that's like growing up with a dad who's a chef, but food that's also yeah is important. And I mean, I especially getting to live in Berkeley for a little bit. There's a lot of really good food around me, and I've had a lot of really good food. But mm-hmm. there's also many places that I want to try. Yeah. And I would say Rochester's it's it's pretty good. I mean, like there's like a lot of the like more a little bit more expensive restaurants like their food is amazing, like awesome. And there is like a really big international community in Rochester randomly. So there is a lot like a lot of different cultures, a lot of different food. Nothing is like the Bay Area food. Yeah. And L.A. and Santa like Santa Barbara has really good food, too, which doesn't totally make sense but it also does because you know people i mean people from like montecito are like yeah people have money and people come there to like hospitality is the main industry so it makes sense but my favorite sushi restaurant ever is in santa monica or like really like west hollywood is it nobu no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i still have not been to nobu i haven't either there's one in palo alto now i know but i feel like I can't do Nobu in Palo Alto. There is a place in Malibu that I went with my mom a few years ago. And then I went back last year for my birthday. Mm-hmm. I went with Alessio because I was visiting him and we went there for my birthday. And when I went with my mom, we went for brunch. And I remember it being good, but I wasn't like completely floored by how good it was. Yeah. And but the the draw of it is it's literally on the beach in Malibu. It's called the sunset and it is literally on the beach. Beautiful view right off the PCH. Crazy. Mm -hmm. And then so we went there for brunch, but then I went back 
for dinner for my birthday. So we got to watch the sunset and have Ugh. the food. And me and Alessio were like so happy and like pleasantly surprised with how good the food was because like a place like that you can just get away with oh we have the great view so our food yeah. can just be mid you can just do whatever gone. you want yeah the food was some of the best food i've ever had oh so wow. that's the dream i used to want to live in malibu like more than anything in the world yeah from hannah montana pretty much you know what i also think too this is just a random thought but talking about that and talking about how when you're a kid and Southern California feels so far away, it feels like it feels like a, a different life. Right. And so then you, you have this like perception of California as a kid and how LA is far away. LA. Oh, it's so far. It's so far. It's like five hours. It's six hours. San Diego. Oh my God. It's eight hours. So then when you think about another state, the perspective of like going to another state as a kid, at least when you kind of don't know geography as well, you don't know distances, you don't know whatever. It feels like another state is so far away, let alone like New York, opposite side of the country. Oh my God. Like so far being in California, it makes the country feel a lot bigger being on the yeah. East Coast, it makes the country feel smaller. Mm-hmm. Everything is a lot closer. Like, I can fully drive to my undergrad in West Virginia in five hours. And I go through, like, four states. Yeah, and five hours is how long it would take me to go back and forth to school, which is, like, a third. That, yeah, that's just, state. like, me getting to, like, Pismo Beach, basically. Okay, so to wrap up our... Californian episode we are going to go over some stereotypes that I looked up on the internet so yes this is make the trip matter.com general California stereotypes and we're gonna just go through them and kind of give our takes on them so the first one is it's always sunny and 75 degrees Fahrenheit and we have debunked this in this podcast. Yes, we definitely have. Though This website says false as well. Yeah, this says locals in California are all too familiar with June gloom, which is a time of year when gray yep. skies and rain dampen the coast in the morning and burn off by midday. Plus, in the Bay Area, you will more likely see cloudy and rainy days year-round and quite chilly and windy winters. Yep. Pretty much. Um, and there's a picture of the Golden Gate Bridge in July. Oh, good. Can't, if you can't even see for it. all of our listeners, you can't see it because there's so much fog. Yeah. It's just a picture of the fog. Okay. Next one. Number two, everyone is super liberal. So <laughs> my friends are, there's a lot of people that aren't. I, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say. I mean, okay, for context, the coast is more urban. Mm-hmm. So similar to New York, right? Like the like the city is on the water. Yeah. That's super blue. But the upstate, it's like the farm culture. It's kind of like the there's, center of our state is the there's farm There's more conservative here, yeah. And I feel like it's kind of a, it's kind of a spectrum, you know, mm-hmm. like central California can kind of be somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And then like the northern and southern coasts are pretty blue the north north can be kind of a a little more red kind of a toss-up it could be super 
liberal and hippie and it could also be pretty red so (laughs) this website says contrary to popular belief california is not all liberal sure there are some large cities like los angeles and san francisco that tend to lean heavily left and dictate most of our politics but there are also plenty of pockets where people may subscribe to more conservative beliefs in particular inland regions such as central california or this part made me laugh, areas like Orange County can have large Republican populations that don't conform to common beliefs about the state. Orange County, raging, raging. But again, it's kind of a toss-up because, like, there's, like, beach in there, but it's kind of a toss-up. That, to me, is, like, the main outlier is Orange County. Yeah. For, like, beach standards. Yeah, because like Huntington Beach during COVID was like complete unmasked chaos. Huntington, I was I was just about to bring up Huntington Beach too. Um, number three, everyone in California surfs. Literally, lie. I don't. It's my goal in my twenties to like get good at surfing. Maybe not good, just like keep trying. Well, and I start like I got in the water with my roommates literally last year, my senior year of college, and in Santa Barbara, particularly Isla Vista, where we were, yeah, there's zero wave. So I got up like a couple times, and I was like, "Oh, I'm so good at surfing." Then my brother took me to Pacifica, and I could not even feel my. Feet you went by the end from Isla Vista to Pacifica. Yeah. Oh so, my god! You have a death wish. <laughs> No, thank God. But I literally, like, I was so fatigued from trying to stand up and swim in the cold water that by the end of it, I couldn't even swim right because I was so cold and so Pacifica waves can get very gnarly. Yeah, I was was fighting for my life, but it's okay. Um, Okay, number four, people in California smoke weed all the time. Not all. It depends who you ask. I mean, there are people that do, but there's just more access. Like there's dispensaries or where there's not like dispensaries in, in like New York at the moment. So like it might increase if there were dispensaries. I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't. I feel like because weed is accessible, it's not as like a hot commodity. Yeah. It's just like whatever. Know. It says this study done in 2019 shows a breakdown of who currently smokes marijuana in California. And it says 22% of people aged 18 to 29, 11% of people aged 30 to 49, 12%, it goes back up, 12% of people aged 50 to 64, and 3% of people above the age of 65. There you go. Number five, all Californians are super hot and fit. And the website says false. (laughs) Like that's a little subjective. Okay, but okay. So why are you dragging us? That's kind of a crazy thing to uh, add into this article. All Californians are hot and fit, and then in all caps with like the red X emojis underneath, it says false. Okay, so somebody probably just got broken up with. It says there's no denying that many Californians uphold the stereotype of being super hot and fit. After all, with an abundance of access to healthy foods and fitness studios, it makes sense. There's a joke that many girls are a 10, but a California 3. And in places such as Santa Barbara, LA, or San Diego, this can often be true. But we do need to talk about, like, there's a lot of, like, hot people in, like, in the LA area. So, like... Of course, because people move there to be actors and models. So, like, an LA 6 is, like... 
a New York 10. Or a Bay Area 10. No no shade on the Bay Area, but... Honestly, yeah. Because, okay, I, I feel like this article says it too. Like, the beach, this is what it says. The beach lifestyle naturally attracts a certain type and you feel a bit pressured to stay thin, keep up. I don't know about... Like, it's really subjective. California is a state where you can you can do outdoor activity most of the year. Like in New York, it's snowing. You're not going to like go for a run in the snow. But like, even if it's really cold and windy here, you can still like go outside. You can go for a hike. So I do kind of agree with what I think this guy is trying to say of like the access to all the different types of natural landscapes kind of promotes that more healthy fit like balanced lifestyle yeah okay number six everything is super expensive in california big huge fact right there um Um, i don't even have anything to elaborate everything is more expensive the cost of living is just way more expensive yeah i definitely think the cost of living is like its own problem but i do think that in terms of how and i know there's like inflation right now which is also annoying and I say this as somebody who makes like below minimum wage, like a job that you're going to get here, it's going to pay you so that going out and spending like $15 on a cocktail, even though that sounds ridiculous, like kind of makes sense. Yeah. Versus somewhere else where, you know, milk is cheaper and bread is cheaper. And, you know, when you go out to eat, like it's not that expensive, the rate, the wages aren't as high. Which makes sense. But the cost of living is like absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Okay. Number seven. Most Californians are vegans who love avocado. Those are two (laughs) different statements that he just decided to combine into one. Yeah. I personally love avocado. I personally don't know many vegans. Like of my friends. I don't like very few people I know are vegan. I do love like a vegan option. Like sometimes I'll even order it if it like sounds good. There's, like, a lot more vegan options at restaurants or, like, full vegan restaurants. I don't know. Like, even, like, the L.A., like, restaurant scene, like, it's not, like, heavy on the vegan. Yeah, I think it's probably definitely easier to be vegan here because 100%. there's it's just more, more of that culture. It's more accessible at, like, grocery stores for, like, vegan options. And I wouldn't go so far as to say most Californian. I mean, no. the food culture is very prevalent, so I think that that's false. Number eight, everyone is happy all the time in California. Again, this is oh really subjective. Oh my god, <laughs> I can tell you, no. It's really weird that That's like a like crazy statements. like blanket statement to make because like I really feel like in California like heavy on the no. This is a little blurb. It's kind of funny. It says, California may have its sunny days and great beaches, but don't be fooled into thinking that Californians don't experience any hardship. Just like the rest of us, we still feel the day-to-day stresses of life. This is like when you have like a a behind-the-scenes interview with a celebrity and they're like, I'm just like everybody else. Was this written by like like a full transplant, just like someone like not from California? And then it says, while many in California may be able to take advantage of the beautiful scenery or a walk along the pier, which pier, to de-stress. If the they can pier. Afford, oh, and then in parentheses it says, if they can afford to live that close or pay the absurd gas prices to drive there. 
everyone in California experiences sadness and pain just the same as everybody else. I need to know, like, where this writer came from. Because they clearly were not yeah. born in California or raised in California. Number nine, there's always traffic on the California freeways. And they said mostly false. Yeah, I would say not all hours of the day. But yeah, I mean, we've kind of covered that yeah, topic. Like the main times that you want to go somewhere. Yeah, there's traffic. I mean, the Bay Area has definitely gotten worse during the last couple of years. Santa Barbara like even was people. kind of bad. Yeah. Even the 101, like up north, like it used to be like two lanes and now it's like six. Yeah, I think there's just more people here now because of tech, at least in the Bay. And Yeah, there's like hella people have moved here, especially since yeah. we were kids. But then everyone's going to Texas, so maybe in another 10 years it'll be Everyone is going to Texas, and a lot of people are moving to Arizona, too. Okay, the last one is kind of funny because it's been raining here a lot. It is no one knows how to drive in the rain, and this person said kind of true, sadly. Like, California as a state is just, like, not sustainable for, like, literally a half inch of weather. No, like, I mean, L.A. was literally flooding. Yeah, Did you see the videos of the L.A. River? Yes. <laughs> like, that's crazy. crazy. Like, And, yeah, oh I think, God. I mean, I think it's a combination of that. Obviously, it's raining a lot more because of climate change. Yeah. Of that. Also, people just kind of lose their minds in the rain here. It's just like no, people don't know what to do because it doesn't rain. Oh, before we go, Valentine's Day is on Wednesday. Valentine's what are the vibes? What's yeah. happening? Um, for me, hopefully nothing. Okay. Um, Slay. because we haven't told our listeners that I'm being love bombed. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope nothing comes from from that man. Do you have any plans? Are you going out with friends? I think I am going out with my friends. Um, me and my best friend Peyton are going to, I think, smoke a little, have a little like heart shaped theme oh, meal. I love that. Watch Pretty Little Liars. Oh. Like so good. Maybe Vampire Diaries. And then because one of one of our friends is in a relationship, but his girlfriend lives like an hour away and they're celebrating Valentine's Day like this weekend, not able to see each other on Wednesday. So I think then we're like all going to go out for beers and just kind of like vibe. And I have, I bought a new like Valentine's Day, like pajama set. That's like pink oh God, I love and it. it's juicy couture and it's so like cute. Oh my God. And so I think I'm just going to like, honestly, wear that to the bar and just. I love drink. that. I love that. Like, drink with my friends. Like, did you celebrate Valentine's Day early? We're celebrating on Saturday, like, next Saturday. The What are you 17th. guys going to do? We're going to a tapas bar. <gasps> I love a tapas bar. I I'm love really excited. Bar. Oh, my God. Where? Um, I think it's in Oakland. It's, like, <gasps> okay. got good reviews and stuff, so I'm excited. And then on Wednesday, I'm going to dinner with a friend at this Indian bar. It's like a bar and they have like bar food, but like Indian style. So I'm oh, really excited I'm obsessed for that. with that. Is that in yeah. Berkeley? Yeah. It's like a two block 
It's like a okay. two minute walk. Hopefully that's like good. And then like the next time I'm She's home, been there and she's it. like, wait, cause she's moving. Mm-hmm. And this was kind of like a happy accident because she's moving. And I was like, oh my God, we should get dinner this week. And she's like, I could do Wednesday or Friday. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. let's do Wednesday. And then she's like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. Like, let me know if you have plans. And I was like, I actually don't have plans. So my boyfriend is not here. Wait, no, yeah. I love that. I Hopefully we have the time and then you can take me there because I love a good, like, Indian food's like one of my faves. Love. Yeah, I'm excited. And I'm honestly probably going to go to Target after this because got to make a bay basket. Target is the way. Yeah. So I'm going to go to Target. I'm going to get stuff to make a bay basket and I'm going to get stuff for myself. And I got myself a Valentine's gift because Alessio and I said we were not doing gifts because we really wanted to go out to a nice dinner and like just have that be our gifts to each other. I honestly think that's like better. Like I love a good, like a good dinner drink yeah. situation yeah so but I got myself this necklace that I was wanting oh I love because that. and it's like it's heart-shaped jewelry but I think it's cute no that's not chewy heart-shaped jewelry that's cute that's like wearable I really like that. and you can like layer it yes is what I'm going for yes because so. heart-shaped jewelry is insufferable I really I feel like, like it's that. not and it's like Valentine's. dainty no, no yeah not at all it's, it's not like the weird like Pandora necklaces that are like scary. So I really wanted it and I was like getting it for myself because everybody should get themselves a Valentine's Day gift. I agree. Maybe I should buy myself the purse I want. You do it. You deserve <laughs> it. You work hard. You deserve it. Happy, Happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. <laughs> Happy V-Day, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. Hope everyone has a great week. I'm happy to be back and I'm really excited for whatever we do for episode 10. Thanks for tuning in to our ninth episode. To our ninth episode, our California episode. I hope everyone from California can relate to all the things we were talking about. And if you want to count how many times we said the word like. Oh my God. This episode in honor Don't. of it being California. Don't. I have to stop myself from typing it. So I'm sure when I like, uh oh. <laughs> but yeah, I hope everyone has a great week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you for the big 10. The big episode. The big 10. 10. I don't know. <laughs> That's it. We'll just end it. <laughs>